What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Pace the Nation. Broadcasting from Studio 1A here in downtown Clarendon in Arlington, Virginia. I'm your host, Chris Farley. We are back for episode 51, guys. To my right, of course, is Joanna E. Russo. I got it right this time. Joanna E. Russo. How you doing? What's up, Joanna? So many streaks are still alive in this episode. Well, yeah, well, give me give me a if if there's so many, just give me one. Can well, you... my BA five K streak is still. That's alive. right. Okay, BA five K. We'll get into that, uh, and you'll tell us some other streaks that are currently still happening, and uh, we're excited about that. We're also excited to have our uh, other co-host here. It's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up, Joanna? You didn't get arrested in Boston. Why would I get arrested for streaking a five K? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's so cheesy, but it, was, it actually made me laugh. That's really I really good. didn't even see that coming. Yeah, well done. Zing. Well done. Docs is back in uh, fine form, as always. Uh, he's eating a uh, frosted cookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we did get our snacks from Greg. We're dangerously low on frosted cookie. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, inventory here? Yeah, we are, we are low on the inventory, which... We're, in the, we're already in the last roll. Yeah, there was like three sleeves, but apparently... Uh, one of Joanna's uh, employees had, did did the heavy lifting on eating all that. So mm-hmm. thank you, Greg. But I didn't get the the snacks until now because of the long layoff and the the Boston schedule. Uh, you know, changed things up. But we do appreciate uh, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> we do appreciate the snacks from uh, from Greg and our good friends at Asics there, who uh, always come through with us, and they are the official snack sponsor of uh, Pace the Nation. So uh, a big show to get today, get to uh, today, guys. We've got our happy hour, birthday anniversary party. tonight party. So we will be talking to you, the listeners. You will be helping provide the content of today's show. We're going to interview you, ask you some questions. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to go, but we'll give it a shot. Uh-huh. Uh, but you guys will will be a, a big part of today's show. So we look forward to that. Also today, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Boston uh, weekend. Joanne and I were up there in Boston, and she ran the 5K. I ran the marathon. Thanks for inviting me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play some audio uh, from my marathon, and I don't want to make it all about Chris Farley. We talked a lot about Boston last week, so it might but, be a little much, but... Why, why are you lying to our listeners? You want to make it all about Chris Farley? Well, you know what? If you guys want to cut it off, fine. That's uh-huh. fine with me. We can, uh, we can move on from it. But I do have some audio. I actually took uh, my phone with me on the race course and mm-hmm. recorded myself along the way. If you had finished the marathon in three hours and like one millisecond, right. how pissed would you be that <laughs> you were carrying upset. your phone... That's a good point, uh, and, Docs. And being distracted. I didn't I didn't uh, really consider that. I don't think it slowed me down too much. When you were in high school, were you worried about like getting a haircut before a race and cutting I your was. fingernails? Yeah, I was. Every little bit counted. Yeah. I used to wear split shorts, believe it or not, back in the day. Uh-huh. Uh, now, of course, everybody knows me as the long shorts guy. Mm-hmm. and uh, So I wore the long shorts. And yeah, so it, it worked out. I did keep the streak alive. So uh, I... I I think that was probably one of your streak. Uh, it was, yeah. It was. Okay, so I kept the streak alive. Did you hold your phone the whole time? As I make it all about me. Uh, no, I had a, uh, I actually used a spy belt. 
mm. and I use that. I usually use a flip belt, but the flip belt, I felt like that day was going to be a little too much because of the weather and the heat, and having that big band around my waist would have been too much, so I used a spy belt. Uh, also today, uh, we've got an In the News segment, and somebody is getting jacked up, and we're going to talk about that in the news. Uh, today, also, we want to talk about July 9th's Beer Mile. We have the name. Uh, and we will be letting you guys know some more details about the July 9th Beer Mile, which, of course, Pace the Nation is the official media sponsor. We have T-shirts available now, so that's big news. We'll give you more details on that uh, later on in the program. But first, let's um, talk about the, the, the marathon weekend. Uh, we, can, we can talk about your race, Joanna, or we can play my uh, audio and you guys can heckle my audio. Or Well, let's, let's start with the audio. Okay. I'm just going to go to the other room while you guys talk about that fun trip you guys had. Well, Docs, you, you, we got to make sure you make the uh, make the trip uh, uh, next year. It is a fun trip. It is a fun trip. You've been before, I've Docs, been to so Boston. You know, I've been to Boston. You know, you know the drill. Mm-hmm. So, so this is really audio of me from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. But we're not playing all of it. No, 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 no. It's not seven hours. But it is seven minutes. <laughs> so be our record long show. Yeah. It's seven minutes of me basically waking up to finishing the race. That's good. So so it's um, about a, every hour you get a minute. So all of, of our all of our listeners can just skip seven minutes ahead on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, well, I don't know. You might want to skip uh, uh, skip ahead. You might tell me to shut uh, it off. That's so. a good point, actually. So again, we, when we do stuff like that, and then in the edit. Uh, when we chop out (laughs) four minutes of this of this uh nonsense content um and then everybody's like why are they talking seven minutes right only only three minutes that's true so uh we'll play it you guys can comment along the way if you if you would like um or docs can just leave he really is leaving the room leave the room but uh so here, uh, here is my Boston Marathon race day experience what's up everybody this is Chris from Pace the Nation it's 5.10 in the morning. I'm in Boston on Marathon Monday, and I'm walking over to the Marriott Hotel to pick up a bus that's going to take me out to the start of the Boston Marathon. You sound really chipper in the morning. I am at the Marriott a lot of energy Copley there, huh? Square loading the bus. I don't understand why you have to wake up at 5 a.m. for a 10 a.m. race, but that's the deal here. What I'm a little worried about is everybody's got a lot more energy than me. Yeah, we can tell. Yeah. All right, I'm on the bus, and this is what I have to listen to while I'm trying to sleep. Now I'm making fun of other runners. Uh-huh. It's pretty 750. good. 750, and everybody is Pretty yeah. smart businessman. Mm-hmm. What kind of bus were you on? It's just one of those regular... It was for regular people? No, it was like a, it was like a uh, commuter bus. No, no, but I mean like... All right, I'm walking to the start with my buddy JT. 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 I'm going to have plenty of time Justin Timberlake? to make it to the 10 o'clock start. It's pretty warm. I feel like it's about 60 degrees. I got shorts and a long sleeve that I'm going to throw out, but I don't even think I need the long sleeve at this point. So, Just so everybody knows. Oh, well, it's going to be hot. 
This is what happens when Farley doesn't have direction. All right, it took about an hour to get to the actual spot where we're going to start. I am going to run at some point. Okay. I'm here with JT. We are in Wave 1, Corral 2, and we're just sitting on the concrete. All right, we are about 20 right. seconds to the start. I found AJ and JT. And there's the <laughs> 20 seconds. Bang. That was a quick 20 seconds. Here we go. 20 seconds till I started running. Because you know you walk early on. And most of the middle of the race. Yeah. Well, hopefully. A little walking to do to get to the start. Oh, and we should be going in about 20 seconds. See, 20 seconds, told you. Still 20 seconds. All right, just past 10. There's a PR JT for 10 miles there. AJ are uh, pretty good ahead of me, a bit ahead of me. Feeling all right. Came through just under 65. So we're at about 630 pace. <laughs> It's about 250 pace, but that's the faster part of the course. So we'll see. Awesome energy. Excited about the next 10 miles. At least you didn't waste your energy chatting on the bus. Right, just after mile 12, <laughs> starting to feel a little bit better. Just got to manage the ups and downs. Getting into Wellesley. And this is where the college girls go crazy for about a college girls go crazy. Mile stretch. <laughs> Great, good, good. So you'll be able to hear it. Good commentary, Farley. Well done. For the heavy breathing. <laughs> All right, just past 16. Up this hill in Newton. This is where the hills are, back. My quads are screaming. But I don't know, I'm still passing people. A little slower in 630s. I feel like the heat is hurting me. The wind seems in my face. And I got so much, like, self-doubt. That probably happens every marathon. Like, did I go out too hard? Why didn't I slow down? It's like an up and down, emotional swing. You're setting yourself up to be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Almost to 21. Somebody has a clown horn? Yeah, they did. Quads are killing me. My, my quads hurting. My quads are still killing but me. Still moving past people. How, how do people differentiate between you in the race and you in the studio? I'm like thinking of everybody's watching. <laughs> my wife. My mom. Getting real Brother emotional here. My mind. Uh, Some like friends, pacers people. I literally don't want to let them go down. Like they cared. So, <laughs> that's the motivation. And at some point, 
Yeah. I know I'm going to feel like. All right. Let's go. Chris, how'd, how'd your marathon Let's go? Let's race. I, I dropped out at 18. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, can you approve yeah, this uh, shoe order? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this is the, the, the last stretch. All right, well, thanks for putting the mic right up to your mouth on this one. Is it names of people who beat you? Yes. <laughs> Kind of a weird, kind of a weird thing to uh, record. To record, yeah. Keep for posterity. All right, that hurt. I was inspired. The last 10k. Keep going. Cause my quads hurt. <laughs> This crowd's awesome. Thanks for listening. Especially the wild girls <laughs> at mile 10. Just finished the 120, 120th Boston Marathon. All right, that's it. Yeah. Thanks for uh, making it all the way through that. That I was my, my... I don't know what was more painful, you running the marathon or us having to listen I know. to that. That was... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe you, you, you do the you do the editing, so I don't know. Maybe maybe that makes a cut. Maybe it doesn't. But uh, yeah, that's a that's kind of a little uh, look into what the Boston Marathon. It's a real ringing like. endorsement for people who haven't done marathons yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't seem so bad. It's like well, it didn't take long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um he got I, over he got over his self doubt real quick. <laughs> Yeah, I I listened to back to uh, it back once before, um, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I I uh, realized as we were listening to it there. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't know. It was uh, it I was a little more dramatic than I <laughs> really thought uh, I would be, but you know, I guess you're kind of emotional and you're just trying to fight and positive keep it positive. So. I don't know. That was my experience. I uh, hope you enjoyed it because uh, my co-host didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your uh, how was your 5K? Did you record? Uh, yeah, let's let's plug in your yeah. your phone and listen to the yeah, exactly. recap. Um, well, my 5K didn't take as long as the marathon. Right. So um, it went well. I always forget how crowded it is. There's like 8,000 people that do that 5K. So it's just like so many people. It is crowded. Now, it was it, was it uh, crowded the first year you did it? Um, it was because the course was different. So uh, okay. the old course, you went up and around the common and the roads are a little bit narrower. I was just wondering if you were the obnoxious person. It's like, well, when I ran this one eight years ago, <laughs> there weren't nearly as many people. You right. know, just nonstop, just talk about how it used to be. Um, no, I wasn't mm. that person. But you will be at um, one point? I mean, I've got how many more years of this streak left. So when I think of this race, maybe I'll remember it more fondly. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't finish. It used to finish at the Boston Marathon finish line. Yes, it used to. So no longer. Uh, that's too bad. I think because that's kind of cool. That, that is a very cool experience coming down Boylston and finishing there uh at the boston marathon uh finish finish line 
Because as I was running that last 10K, I was thinking, I should have just run the 5K if it finishes there <laughs> and get the experience because uh, that race definitely hurts. I like how in Boston they, they have painted the finish line onto the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's there it's there year-round now. Yeah, and they, they did um, stripes, three stripes, because Adidas is the the one of the main sponsors of the Boston Marathon. So they did three stripes heading to the finish. And I, I was... Uh, I was pretty psyched to see that the last mile, and you can run right on the stripes as you get to the finish. Oh, they're like vertical. Uh, they are, let me think, vertical or horizontal. No, they're vertical. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. vertical stripes. Uh, I call. I saw a couple signs out there. Oh, yeah, tell us about the signs. Yeah, and, and they actually made, I saw a few signs out there, but I thought that these were two funny ones that Runner's World picked up as well. I saw this one at mile 10. Uh, it was Humpty Dumpty had wall issues too. That's that pretty was, good. I've never seen that funny. before. It didn't make me laugh at the time, but later on. Um, and then I like this one uh, as well. Pain is just a French word for bread. Yeah. <laughs> so that's. Oh, that Although funny. I think it's pronounced pan. Pan. In, okay. in French. <laughs> but spelled pain. Same spelling. So, uh, yeah, that was a good one. I like that. A couple, couple good signs out there today. Or, it, uh, on Monday, it's uh, so you like not only did you accomplish your running goal, but you also learned something. I did, yeah, I did. <laughs> just think, Man. just think if if they would hold up enough signs from the start to the finish, you could learn like <laughs> a first year of of a foreign language. I could. That's a, that's just a, flashcards the whole way. Yeah, that's that's not a bad way for me because mm-hmm. I was horrible in language. Maybe we can get sponsored by by some sort of uh, foreign language institute or who who does the CDs? Rosetta Stone. Yeah, yeah maybe Rosetta we can Stone. do like the Rosetta Stone marathon. Right. Yeah, I think we should look into that. Well, Kelly can reach out to them. Intern <laughs> Kelly, reach out to them. Let's see if we can make that happen. Anything else from Boston, Joanna? Um, I actually learned about an interesting race streak. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually don't remember the guy's name, but. For 38 years, he ran a sub three-hour marathon, and he didn't run his first over three-hour marathon until he was 55. Wow! So I'm just setting some guidelines for you. Wow, <laughs> that is a that's an impressive streak. Wait, 38 years of sub three, mm-hmm. and, and he was 55 under none over three. Does this his first over three-hour marathon was at 55? Does this math work out? What's 55 minus 33? 38. All right. Now he's making us do math here. I need the math to be correct. <laughs> Let's see here. <laughs> 55 minus 33? Is it 38 or 33? It's 38. Oh, I thought you were saying 55 minus 33 was 38. And I was like, no. no. You, you can't be that crazy. He started running when he was 17. Gotcha. But that's, that doesn't seem right. No, why not? I don't think he broke three hours in, at 17 years old. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Oh, that put, maybe puts him in, in, maybe actually it could work. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That guy is now my idol. What's his name? His name was Richard. I don't remember what his okay. last name was. Okay, that's a cool, what, what other streak uh, uh, information did you find out <clears> when you were up there? 
Um, a specific question. Yeah. Well, she had all these streaks that you wanted to talk about. <laughs> well, the only other one that I can mention is Brian from Ultra. Mm-hmm. For the past five years, he has a streak going where he runs from Boston to the start of the marathon and then runs the marathon. Wow. So he does it backwards and then forwards. So does he actually start with everybody? Mm-hmm. So he has to start at... Well, he could probably start when I when when he he could probably wake up at the same time that I woke up and make it out there. Yep. And then uh, run back. He that said is he he gets there. He said he has like an hour to spare, so or two hours. So he'll get there, go to subway, and then wait for his wave to start. Wow. Hmm. A couple of my my buddies from New Balance biked the course back from the start to the finish, and then back to the finish uh, the night before the race. So I thought that was pretty cool. Keith Kelly and Colin Ingram and then another buddy, uh, Chris Hartner, who's up in Naperville. So that I don't know if they're going to start that as a streak, but I thought that was pretty impressive. Well, um, Joanna, do you have any non-streak stories from Boston? Um, well, do we, do we want to tell the story of where I stayed? Yeah, where'd you stay? Um, well, we have to start back at the beginning. Okay. The beginning is that I, I'm really good at getting flights places. So like when I went to LA for trials, I had a round trip nonstop on Alaska Airlines flight for $236, Okay, which is really good to fly to LA from DCA. That's like a really good flight. You don't seem that impressed, but I'm impressed. It's a very good flight. Impressed. So I also got a really good deal on my flight to Boston, but I didn't secure housing in Boston. Mm-hmm. So I had one night taken care of. I had Friday. So then I needed somewhere to stay for Saturday and Sunday. And I had thought that maybe I would go up and visit my brother in Maine. But then when I called him, he was going to the Bahamas. Oh, <laughs> So right. my brother isn't home. And then I had a couple. Even better, I would think. Yeah. Well, that's what he said. He's like, cool, I'll leave you the key. But he lives in Maine. Like, I'm not taking the train up to Maine to, like, not hang out with him. Right. Uh, I want to be in an empty house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I had a college friend who just moved to Medford right outside Boston. So I was like, oh, I'll stay with Brendan Harold. But then when I called them up, it was their daughter's first birthday. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of their aunts were in town. Mm-hmm. So then I'm kind of like, it's Tuesday. I'm leaving on Friday morning. Where am I going to stay when I get to Boston? So I'm online, like on all the discount sites, trying to like find somewhere to stay, and all of the hotels, even like with discounts, are still like five hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So the cheapest thing I can find is this: is a bed in a six in a six bed mixed dormitory hostel, and I'm like, I just like need somewhere to stay. So like I'm gonna have to do this. So I book that because it's free cancellation. And I'm still like holding out hope that I'll find somewhere else to stay because I'm like 30. You know, mm-hmm. I just figure that I, I shouldn't be staying in hostels anymore. Right. Well, I mean, I was going to wait until the end of the story, but that's what that's that was your experience coming back from L.A. You're like, never again. <laughs> I know. Right. Am, am I going to do that? And then in A Boston, you're sending us these text messages. And I'm like. Um, all right. Know, I'm not going to be the one that says it. I know. I never learned. But anyway, so Thursday night at around six o'clock, I'm like, I'm just going to look one more time on Hotwire. And on Hotwire, they don't show you what the hotel name is. They just show you the general area that it's in. So when I log on to Hotwire, they have a deal where it's like a hundred dollars. Well, it's more than a hundred. It was $130 a night for an, a hotel in the back bay. So I'm like, I have to do this. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even care what the hotel is. I have right. to do it. So I book it and then it ends up being the Sheridan in Copley, which is one of like the host hotels. Mm-hmm. So How, are you, are you kidding? So I stayed at the Sheridan for two nights for less than $300 on Boston Marathon weekend. That's the hotel I stayed at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe I didn't run into you. 
I mean, I was looking for you. Uh, that's hilarious. What level were you on? <laughs> the 21st floor. I was 17. That's I hilarious. had a beautiful view of the Charles River. It was great. Wow. I, I didn't realize. Yeah, I know we were texting, and uh, you know, I I didn't end up doing anything other than Adidas stuff. So sorry, uh, but Adidas was great host, but uh, no Joannas. Yeah, no Joannas allowed. <laughs> uh, no, she they they love they love uh, Joanna at Adidas. She sells plenty of Adidas for them. But that's that's hilarious. That's the perfect spot to stay. Oh, it was great. And Way my, my Friday night, I stayed at uh, a Kimpton hotel right off the Boston Common, which is where the 5K is. And I'd never stayed in a Kimpton before. And I was on the penthouse floor. And this woman came around after I checked in to give me fresh fruit and nuts. Nice. And then at night, she came by to give me chocolate before I went to sleep. It was amazing. Wow. Good experience. Well, I'm glad that you uh, didn't stay in the hostel then. Yeah, because everything that's a worked big out. time upgrade. Well, there might have been better stories from the hostel, yeah, but... It was a better weekend for me. But you don't let you don't tell the hostile stories on the show. <laughs> yeah, too traumatic. <laughs> All right. Well, my last story from boss. I gotta let you, let you guys know that you guys were right about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not hear uh, more than a feeling Boston on the course. <laughs> I didn't hear that at all. Not uh-huh. once. Not once. Surprising. I didn't hear that. Augustana <laughs> song. That seems like such great Boston? marathon music, no, no. though. Didn't, didn't hear that. You didn't go to the beach, obviously. Yeah. But you know what I did hear? Mm-hmm. I did hear Dropkick Murphy's twice mm-hmm. on yeah. the course, yeah. and I heard Sweet Caroline yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, you know, the songs uh, that were uh, Boston-themed or su- synonymous with uh-huh. Boston, I might have been wrong, but I appreciate everybody uh, getting to us at Pace the Nation, tweeting us what their favorite mm-hmm. Boston songs were. And All right. One thing I didn't mention in the uh, agenda to start the show is that we did get a letter in the mail. It must be that we, cheaper wait, postage. We, we got a letter oh, in the mail? Okay. <laughs> uh, I think Joanna got a letter in the mail. Mm-hmm. So oh, the handwriting like matches it. up to the magnet that mm-hmm. Doc's got. Ah, okay. So it was addressed. Remind us well, of the me, magnet. Let me... The Chewbacca. Oh, the Chewbacca. Okay. Let, let the Wookiee win. Yeah, that's right. Now, here's 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 uh, my take on this. Mm-hmm. You say the handwriting matches up. Handwriting, mm-hmm. same envelope, same stamps, same postmark. So there's a, there's a, a lot of evidence uh, this will hold up in court that this is a repeat. Right. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was addressed to Joanna E. Russo, the runner to Chris's right on Pace that's the Nation. Great. Um, and so inside. It's hilarious. <laughs> Um, and then it was from Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Slow down. What's mm-hmm. Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry? What do you think it is? I literally have no idea. You don't know any wizards in pop culture? Oh, um, I do. <laughs> what's, uh, his, what's his name? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's the phenomenal. It's a phenomenon. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Phenomenon, the rapper. <laughs> phenomenon. No, it's Chance the rapper. No, it's uh, it, it's Harry Potter. Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Okay. There you okay. Go. Um, and so this was from Ravenclaw Tower. Okay. And it's so a Harry Potter reference. It's okay. a Harry Potter reference. So right. there are four houses. Wait, yeah. At, at, uh, at Hogwarts. Okay. All right. Totally lost on me. Okay. Do you do you think that you are Ravenclaw? Oh, absolutely. This person 100% got it right. I've uh-huh. had this discussion before. I'm 100% uh-huh. a Ravenclaw. Do you know that because you took some sort of uh, quiz online? Um, I actually, <laughs> I'm sure. Quiz. Well, I'm sure oh, that yeah. BuzzFeed has a quiz. Yeah. I don't think that I've taken it though. That's what I was. I was trying to think of BuzzFeed. A BuzzFeed quiz. 
Okay, so so you already identify yourself as Ravenclaw, so this mm-hmm. person's very intuitive. Very intuitive. Mm-hmm. And so the letter says, Joanna, of course a former librarian would know that paper is the first anniversary. As the running sorting hat says, in wise old Ravenclaw, if you're a steady mind, where those of wit and learning will always find their kind. And then the back of it says, though not as popular as Quidditch, I'd like to think that we'd have given you a club spot scholarship. So here's to adding you to the team. And the Magnet is a Ravenclaw run club. Let me see. And it says, run fast, think faster. Wow. Uh, sorry, I totally tuned out what you guys were just talking about. So I, I don't know. I, I I wonder when Chris gets his Magnet. Well, you know, in, in the... Uh, Next, I guess. When I got mine, you, you said something about... How jealous I was? Yeah. So I guess if Chris never says he's jealous... If he, he says never... he's never jealous, yeah. Well, this person, I love this person, but I can't relate to what they're into, so I don't, <laughs> I'm don't. i not offended if they they're, don't send me a magnet. But they're they're, they're sending us things that are targeted towards what okay. we're, we're into. Your, right. magnet, your magnet's going to be Chris Farley something. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard you talk about Harry Potter ever. Well, I've definitely read all the books. I've seen all the movies, and I'm definitely a Ravenclaw. All right. So maybe this person knows you. I'm going to find out who this person is tonight. Please come to the happy hour. I know you're not going to hear this before the happy hour <laughs> happens, but I'm going to ask them some serious questions tonight. Yeah, this could be old news. Yeah, by then we're going to you're going to identify yourself. So I really you're, you're now making threats to somebody <laughs> who's who's, uh, who's been very, very kind. Yeah, no, no, that's that's true. All right, I, I I take that back. I hope to find out who you are. I appreciate your generosity. Uh, very cool that you're into the show. I'm jealous now that Joanna has the equal number of magnets as me. Yeah. Well, I want. Are be, you uh, hoping for another uh, magnet? I I would prefer to be one up. He sounds like he's angling. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk to a number of you guys tonight. Maybe that'll be on the question list of questions that we we uh, ask to some of our listeners, and you guys are going to help us with this show today, and we're going to do that next here on Pace the Nation. All right, Docs and I are here with Andrea R. The R uh, to protect your anonymity. Right. Welcome to the flock. Thank you. Yes. It's exciting. Andrea, first of all, thanks for listening. Oh, my pleasure. And we um, talked a little bit before we are uh, we're interviewing you about some of your favorite shows. And one of your favorite shows that stood out to you was the interview with Sally yep. and Wassell. So tell Absolutely. us why that was so important. Well, I think it's important because, um, you know, first of all, it's a woman-owned business that's uh, focusing on the needs of women runners. You know, not every, uh, not every apparel company does that. That's the first thing. Second, um, Wazelle really takes seriously its social responsibility. I think their partnership with Christy Turlington and Every Mother Counts is awesome. Um, that's a, an important initiative that everybody needs to think about and be aware of. And at the same time, they also have a sense of humor about themselves. You know, they totally. know they know when to take themselves seriously and when not to. And I think that's that's great. I think the other thing too is that you know they welcome every runner. It's not just about the elites. And I think the the whole idea of the valet supporting, finding, essentially crowdsourcing financial support for runners who are trying to make it to the next level, right, is a really great idea. And I'm and, I'm glad to be part of it. And and, and you are part of it. And. Would you have been part of it be- if it wasn't for Pace the Nation? 
I probably would not be part of it. Nice, nice, yeah. Um, you know, that, that interview really got me paying attention to when the Volet was going to open again and wanting to be in on it. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. See, that, that was a total self-serving question, Docs. Yeah. And you have a question here. Well, I'm going to, yeah, I have a question for the waitress. Took yours, that's what happened. Was this for Chris Webb? He already had his. Yeah, I know, he took mine. Okay, sorry, I didn't know. Hey. It all worked out. Thank you. Yeah, so I have the tickets. Because they, because you want Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the record, Chris Webb ate my sandwich as I predicted. As you yeah. predicted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like buying milk. I know. Buying I just milk. bought milk. Yeah. It was an inside joke. Yeah, probably you wouldn't get it. Yeah. And okay. she's not going to explain it. No. All right. So, do you have a question, or do you want me? To- I was going to say the same exact thing. Like it's you're in you're in the flock because of us. I am. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. We just wanted to make sure that's clear, so we reiterate there. So, also you, you, you told us about the Jen Miller interview. What was about the Jen Miller, the Miller interview that you liked? Well, I, I love the idea that she, um, she's made a career as a journalist writing about about sports, but then also was able to reflect on her own running yep. experience. I went out and bought her book after nice. listening to her interview, and I haven't. It's the next one on the list. Um, on the stack, and I'm really looking forward to reading it. Awesome. And, All right. and I would never have known that book existed if I hadn't heard the interview on the podcast. I love it. All right. So you're a fan of Pace the Nation. You tweet us I do. Pretty, pretty consistently. So is there a favorite moment of the show other than the Jen Miller interview, other than the Sally interview? Is there something that stands out to you about the show that really got you hooked? Oh, I think it's that it, it's re, it's the show is simultaneously reflective of your your attitude about your company, yep. right, and your stores. But I feel like I know you. <laughs> I know it is yeah. kind of weird. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, your your own personalities are come through really clearly, and and you talk about and interview people that I would never have known to interview. We're replacing you. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Actually, in front are. of your family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, they asked to interview me. Yeah. <laughs> this is for today's show. And she was in the, she was in the, she was in the middle of a really good answer. Yeah. Come on over. You should hear the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was saying that not that the show is reflective not only of, of the kind of general tone and attitude of the company, but of each other. And how each of you brings your own personality to the show, your the way you interact with each other, and you are you have a, a kind of conversation and a level of conversation, and a, you talk about subjects that I want to stop and listen to. So, as we celebrate one year, one year. on the internet, what what would you like to see from Pace the Nation going forward? What? I think that the the format that you've established, like over the last uh, ten or twelve weeks, where you where there's always an interview. We sucked before that, but yes. <laughs> no, no. But I think always having an interview really changed the show, and I think it really it makes it much tighter and much and and I I look forward to the interview. And I love that you separated out the tweets. I think sep- having the tweets of the week is a separate. It's like a little treat, right? You, right. You, you've had you've, you've listened to the podcast. Now you have to wait for the next one. And oh, look! Now we get the yeah. tweets to bonus. kind of bonus to keep us going till the next one drops. Awesome! So interviews and dynamic guests. I agree. Joanna, do you have anything to add? 
Okay. Even though you didn't know this was happening. Yeah. All right, that's Andrea R. All right, we're gonna we're gonna interview a few folks out here. A couple few folks out. A couple few folks out there. Thank you, Andrea, for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for support of Pacer Nation and Pacers. And we're gonna interview a couple people. We are at the Pace the Nation one year birthday anniversary party. It's a great time here at Crystal City Sports Pub. We're gonna take a break and we'll be right back right after this. So we're with Brother Russo, Michael Russo. So you were just telling Darcy and Docs like how you got into listening to the show. Tell us that again. Uh, pretty much, Joanna kept on text messaging me like once a week. Listen to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. Yeah. And, you know, I guess your big brother. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get around to it at some point, Tom. It'll right. be nice. It'll be nice. And then I listened to it at work one day, and I had to follow it completely. So I got caught up in like two weeks. And now every Monday morning, that's my my afternoon. I listen to that. I get some work done. And I look forward to it. So, so have you like have you gotten into running? Has has it has it helped you become more of a runner because of the show? Yes, it has. Nice. It has. Okay, good. Yeah. Originally, when Joanna was telling me about running, it was like, oh, that's a fun activity, I suppose. <laughs> so I kind of I gave her a little bit of crap for it. Uh, right. But listening to you guys talk about running, and I see a lot of runners in Maine. There's kind of a running community. Yeah. They're slightly crazy because they run in like snow and <laughs> freezing cold and stuff like that. But it was like, ah, oh, this seems like it's actually a pretty interesting activity to try. So when we think of Michael Russo on the show, we think of maple water, we think of Maine, we think of lobster. Are you like a Maine guy through and through? Like, are you just looking for the next ticket out of Maine? Uh, well, actually, uh, Mainers will tell you that I'm not a Mainer because I was not born in Maine, right. so I'm from away. Uh, right. Regardless, born in New Jersey. Right? Yeah, or, well, born in Oklahoma, actually. Oklahoma. Okay. So, but um, no, I, I, I think you could say I'm a pretty strong Mainer. Okay, a Mainer. That's what yeah. they call them. Yeah, yeah. Mainer. Yeah. Mainer. No, pr- practical people. You know. Okay, so people in Maine, Mainers, are they really into maple water? Or is that just what our perception is on the show? I think I'm a bit of an outlier when it comes to maple water. I'm a sucker for anything maple. So maple candy, maple donuts, maple water, maple syrup, maple bourbon, maple beer. The list goes on. So if it has maple in it, I'll, I'll probably try it. Nice. So. All right, how was your trip to the Bahamas? It was glorious. Good, glorious. Good. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry I didn't... I didn't have a ticket for you to redeem, but... That's all right. I think Customs would have had some problems with me trying to take it back across the border. <laughs> all right. That's our boy, Michael Russo. Uh, this is Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right. We're here with... Uh, we got a great Pace the Nation crew here. We got Kelly, our intern. We got Chris Webb, Steve Lyko. We got Charlie Band, who was my first choice for the show. And now we're going to talk to Carrie Allen. So, Carrie, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, did you you ran the race today? How'd the race go? Uh, did you win? No. So we were. I I don't know. Run is the right term. We we jogged it. We won in the dog category. Okay. So you. But ran we have a dog. With dog. With a. <laughs> we ran with Charlie, but we beat all the dogs. Did Did both you guys have a dog, or was it no. like a shared dog? <laughs> Neither of us had a dog. So was Charlie the dog? 
we were so we were being beat by a German Shepherd for like a mile and a quarter maybe, okay. and we were starting to feel pretty bad about ourselves. Okay. Um, and we we later passed the German Shepherd. He did not have a good pacing strategy. So it was just kind of you were just jogging it. Yes, yeah, so I'm running the Parkway. Okay. On Sunday, so gotcha. couldn't go too hard. All right. So we are thrilled at Pace the Nation to have fast runners like you listening to our podcast. Oh, yeah. What what like drew you to the show? What do you like about the show? The host. The host, nice. <laughs> so who is your favorite? So we got Docs over there. We got yeah. Joanna sitting here, and we got me, of course. So loaded question. Who is your favorite host? This might be a bold move considering who I'm being interviewed by right now, but I have to go with Joanna. Joanna, okay. Yeah, she's been a huge help. That's a popular answer, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so she's been a huge help um, with GRC and Pacers. What do you like about her on the show? Um, I feel like she brings a unique perspective. Yeah. She definitely, she definitely does. Insider's perspective. Yeah. No, she, she definitely. I, I agree. I think she's got this way of. <laughs> way about her. I, I don't know. It, it's it. Yeah. It's it's this intangible that is hard to define. But yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite episode? I'm putting you on the spot here. What oh, was no. your favorite episode of, of, well, of Pace the Nation? I mean, that's actually an easy choice for me. Okay. Uh, the one leading up to the Olympic trials because we got to hear Dixon, who's right. my teammate, talk yep. about two of my other teammates, Teal and yep. Kieran, who were both really excited to have them running the trials and both have really great stories. Do, do, do you? Run, do you run with Teal? I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so Teal did great at the Olympic trials. Yeah, she did and, and she's killing it still. Yeah. So you guys run together workouts, long runs, all that stuff? Yeah, so my first couple seasons with GRC, um, I trained with Teal a lot. We were both training for Boston in 2013 and 2014. Okay. Um, and then I actually haven't gotten trained with Teal that much recently because she was injured and then I was injured. And then when she was coming back, training for the trials, I was finishing up for CIM. So we ran a little bit together near the end of my cycle, and then I took a break. And then when she was finishing up for the trials, um, she was sort of training on her own. Um, so I tried to jump into some workouts where I could, but it was a lot of, like, for example, she did a 16-mile, or she did a long run with 16 miles at pace on Haynes Point right before the snowstorm. And all I could do was go out there and jog, like do a mile at her marathon pace loop around on Haynes Point while she continued around the other way. So she would basically, it was like, I'd do a mile with her, she'd do two miles, I'd recover, catch up with her, do another mile. It's You know what, Carrie, you're like a really good runner. It's amazing to me that you can't keep up with Teal. Like she, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. She, yeah. her story is amazing. It's great. I mean, no offense. Oh, no. It's, but it is incredible. Yeah, no, it's, it's really, it's truly inspirational. Um, yeah. I think she's given us all or at least for me, like I think that was the trials have always been a goal for me. Yeah, but totally. to see her do it gives me belief that I actually can do it. So So you are close, so you're knocking on the door in the trial. So you're gonna run the ten miler yeah. on Sunday. What do you expect to do there and then are you going for another marathon yeah. this fall? Like what's coming up? Um so I'm doing the GW Parkway on Sunday and I'm gonna use it as a bit of a tune up for a Broad Street ten miler okay. the following weekend. Yep. Um, and I'm hoping to go I was 10 seconds off of sub 60 at Cherry Blossom, okay. so I'm hoping to finally go sub 60. Go under 60. And in, then in GW or Broad Street? Broad Street. I don't think, I, can, okay. I, okay. I don't think I can pull it off so back to yeah, back, unfortunately. Wanna, yeah, so you just use it as a tune-up? And yeah. Then, yeah okay. Get those hills yeah. working yeah, yeah. for me. Um, and then I'm going to do the Brooklyn half 
on May 21st. Okay. Um, big NYRR race. It's an awesome race. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done it, um, and then that's gonna be on my spring season, and then I'll do New York City Marathon in November. Wow, New York City Marathon. We got a lot of listeners who are doing <laughs> New York City. Yeah. That's not a real fast no. race. Well, since they can't t- qualify for the trials yet, I figure yeah. there's no reason to try to run fast this fall. Awesome. So I'll just go out there, try to compete, see what I can do. Awesome. All right. So you got any? You got anything on? Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll make it less serious. Give me something on Charlie Dixon, Teal, Kieran, any of the GRC. And I, I love it. Thank you guys for being GRC Pacers now. Oh, we're excited about it. Oh, my God. You guys are amazing that we are going to have the GRC flag Yeah, we're excited to debut the Pacers. uniforms yeah. on Sunday. So do you have anything on these guys? Dirt or anything that's <laughs> wacky, crazy? I mean, everything is wacky and crazy. Yeah, well, <laughs> that is true. You're friends um, with, with my boy Charlie yeah. Dan, so. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't need to I throw him know. under the bus here. Throw <laughs> really under the bus. Throw yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What to, I don't know where to go yeah. here. Yeah. Cover me with the bus like a blanket. Yeah. Well, I, I was just reminded that Charlie doesn't like bacon, which is pretty weird. That's weird. It's really, really weird. weird. Yeah. But yet, not amongst the weirdest things about Charlie. I know. It's it's it isn't amazing that Charlie's like a DC running personality. He is. I mean, he, he, he posts pictures of his socks, <laughs> and I like his posts. Well, I was, so he, he posted an Insta, an Insta slam of me uh, last Sunday, and I was upset because it got less like fewer fewer likes than a truck of cones. Exactly. <laughs> cones. Exactly. There were cones. I later, I later surpassed the cones, but Good. I'm sure Charlie's socks probably got more likes. I know. All right. So where can we find you on Instagram? Oh, man. I'm going to boost my followers yeah. here. <laughs> KLA2222. KLA two 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 two. All right. Not that many running pictures. Though. That's Carrie Allen. Well, we 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 we'll see. You know, whatever socks. That <laughs> seems to get a lot of likes. Cones. Whatever. Whatever. All right, Carrie Allen. She's GRC Pacers. She's going to be running the Parkway. Oh, she has an Instagram now too. Okay. I run that one. Awesome. So, so you run the. All right. So yeah. So uh, tell us that. That's GRC underscore running, I think. All right. That's good. All right. That's Carrie Allen. Docs may edit all this out, yeah. so it's all up to him whether this comes in or not. So anyway, so thank you. I, I didn't pick Docs as my favorite host. I didn't even name <laughs> I him. Know, I know. He wasn't even the running, so it's probably all gone. <laughs> all right. Carrie Allen. Docs is my favorite. Yeah, exactly. All right. That's Carrie Allen. This is Pace the Nation. We'll be right back after this. All right, we're back, Pace the Nation. I'm with Docs. It's Farley. We're here with Greg Grevin from ASICS Running. You know, we know ASICS Docs by uh, their fantastic snacks that they give us. That's how we know them. That's how we know yes. them, yeah, every week. We're so. not a running brand no, at all no, no, that's no, been no. around so since Greg, yeah. the 40s. You guys are Tiger, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Greg and I are wearing the same sweatshirt. Yes, you are. Yeah, that is what It's a good thing that yeah. Farley didn't steal that yeah. one. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, good call, dude. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. So, Greg, how do you pick the snacks every week? Um, you know, I have to I have to not go with my heart because my heart <laughs> says snacks are just junk food, right? Right, right. So, I want to you know, help lead docs to a, a healthier, better docs, right? Docs uh, wants to lose some more LBs. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, so, right. so when I do that, I, I have yeah. to make sure that the there's a good balance of fruit yeah. and uh, and you know some good bars and granola yeah. type stuff, um, and not too much into the 
Oreos and the uh, birthday cake filled Chips Ahoy. Yeah, those were really good. Uh, we, we, Docs and I may have had a few too many of those this today. The, the cake thing, the cake cookies. Yeah, yeah, the cake, yeah. yeah those were. Those. I, I could eat a sleeve at a time. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, did before they showed up. In the fortunately, Joanna had them at her, her store, and then so I think Chris Daggett might have eaten a, a sleeve or two sleeves. So. Yeah. All right, well, we appreciate all the support from ASICS. Um, where do you usually buy the snacks? Are they from Whole Foods? Are they from multiple places? Are they from Trader Joe's? Or uh, Kind of just, you know, I drive around a lot, so it's kind of where I am uh, at, at the time. Uh, I was able to pop into Harris Teeter before my flight to Boston last week, and that's why I dropped them off at the Navy Yard store. Uh, sometimes Giant is the flavor of the week. Uh, sometimes it's Wegmans if I'm down at, you know, my house uh, just south of here uh, so so kind of a couple different variant spots I, I, I love your commitment that you're buying them from multiple spots you're not just going to one spot and saying all right this is where I'm gonna get my snacks and mail it in I, I, don't, I don't want you to have the same snacks every week too right yeah. so it can't be oh great here's the melon from you know Trader Joe's again no one wants double melon from Trader Joe's you know at this point uh, so so you do I, I'm trying not to repeat anything if I possibly can and then also add some personal flavor when I do, you know, the juice that my father-in-law makes or, you know, getting some maple water when I was in Massachusetts, so. Um, more maple water, please. Yeah, maple so, water. so I was looking for maple water today in Trader Joe's expecting to find it, but couldn't find it. So we're, so you did actually find that? I was up in Massachusetts, yeah, okay. I was visiting family, um, on, uh, on spring break and found it up in a store there but I just saw that I can actually get it locally at the Wegmans by my house so so I'll put that a little bit more in the rotation um, you know for that Uh, all right so Greg you're with Asics a couple things about Asics your favorite Asics shoe of all time or currently? Well, what are you running in? Well, yeah, all time and what are you running in now? Uh, currently, I'm running in the Cumulus 18, okay. which will you will find in stores in June. Okay. Uh, so it's a great update to the 17. We've done some things to make it a little bit more seamless and a little bit more uh, volume in the forefoot to it. Uh, that's been kind of my favorite. There's a shoe coming out in July called Dynaflight yep. that I'm really, really looking forward to. That's uh, It's about an 8mm drop, 9-ounce shoe, so that kind of lightweight go faster kind of piece so favorite of all time favorite of all time there was a shoe called the landreth um oh yeah back for it was had seven iterations yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the landreth was great it was it was named after i believe Travis an employee. yeah yeah, yeah who, who was hit yeah, by a car yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we actually knew yeah. yeah yeah and so um but it was a run specialty shoe, only so shoe, it was yeah. only sold at places like Pacers. Okay. Uh, and so its current iteration is called the Pursue. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't, you know, you have the emotional ties to everything, right? right? right so right. when I was wearing the Alandreth, I was 20 pounds lighter. I was, you know, a lot more miles a week. We uh, were all 20 pounds lighter. Right, I'm right. with you. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, so there, there, there's the time, you know, to that. Uh, yeah. My. my Age on the clock was dialed back a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, there might have been a two in front of my, you know, age at that point. <laughs> right. Maybe not actually, right, right. Um, but wishful thinking, right? Who knows? Yeah. Who, who knows? No fact checking like on this. You guys, show. I'm like 24 years old. Right, right, right? exactly. 23. 23. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, so I'm a little bit older. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. All right, Greg. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate the snacks. We look forward to them every week. Uh, I, I really, I, 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 I want to, I, I really like, yeah. you know, like 
the Asian pears personally. So, Docs, do you have any other feedback on that? Yeah, when when you when you're getting the snacks like when when they're crunchy, yeah, uh, that doesn't work with the audio. So think yeah. less crunchy. Um, when that's you, a good point. Docs. Yeah, the the stuff that that's uh, like I'm trying to drop some pounds for uh, the marathon. Yeah. So while while the cookies are delicious and the giant cake is is wonderful. <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe not so much of that, or drop it off in the navy yard so that Chris, the <laughs> Dag other, Chris yeah. Daggett eats it. Yeah, all right, that's good. I, and good I could segment it too, yeah. so I could say this is for Farley. Yeah. this yeah, is yeah, for yeah, Joanna. Yeah. This is for Don't Docs. Show docs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, these rice cakes are for Docs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I would also like to open it up too for the fans if there's something yeah. they can tweet in. If there's something yeah. they would like me to it's get, great call. Um, yeah. then I can certainly do so on a dietary kind of side yeah. of things that's not great buffalo wings and you know, pizzas <laughs> yeah uh, oh. all right that's greg grevin that's a great idea you paid his uh tweet us at pace the nation let him know what snacks you want the host to consume this please how, let us know this is how lazy we've become we, <laughs> we don't even want to answer the question we want to outsource it you bring the snacks yeah. you talk to them and tell us what we're going to eat <laughs> so that's greg from a6 Thank you for the snacks. Thank you for the support of the show. Really appreciate it. Um, look forward to what you bring next week. Yeah, and as long as we don't get invaded by the Canadian Mounties again, <laughs> I know, you know, uh, I think every, everything will be all fine. <laughs> all right, that's Greg Grevin. He's ASICS running. Uh, this is Pace the Nation. Quick break. We'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program. Thank you guys for contributing to uh, this week's show. What was your favorite part of that? <laughs> I don't know. That's good. That's a great question. I'm sure uh, it it was great because Docs edited it perfectly, and I'm sure it was a really fun segment. So, do you think our listeners think that? We recorded in the afternoon on Friday, then we took a break, went to the happy hour, and then came back after That's the happy true. hour to continue recording. That's true. We could do that, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't think they think that now that we've called ourselves out on it. Mm. But, uh, well, maybe depending on what we got, mm -hmm. maybe we have to come back and, uh, you know, it's it's like you always say, if uh, Canada invaded us during mm -hmm. the happy hour and we're talking about that, we might want to amend what we talk about. Yeah. On the show. So far, Canada has been pretty good to us, but uh, yeah. you never know. Yeah. Well, I don't know why it's always Canada for you. It's funny. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Canada, we will have Canadian Lewis Kent at our July 9th uh, beer mile. And the beer mile does have a name, guys. It is the Great North American Nautical Beer Mile. It's July 9th. 2016 at dusks and we are the official media partner of the uh, race yeah whatever that means are you excited joanna yeah very I think, excited i think we're announcing this to our fans before it's gone public too so another little uh inside exclusive yeah yeah well here's from the copy here it says so come crack a couple few and while you're at it, bring your friends to drink this race off your beer bucket list does it really say a couple few it yeah, does it does Individual and team relays, uh, less running for each person. Categories with elite, I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, all those heats are available 21 and over. So, uh, yeah. So our, the, the official copy 
is, is it did not to us because we're the official. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it it wasn't it, it, that was intentional. That was not uh, unintentional. You you look pained when you <laughs> when I said couple feel. I know because she wanted us to quote her. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> I know what. <laughs> um, yeah, it would be fun to see uh, how fast some some of those folks can go. So that's uh, July 9th. Uh, that's the uh, the beer mile. It's the Great North American Nautical Beer Mile. And we are, of course, the official media partner. And I appreciate everybody who tweeted in suggestions for the name. Uh, you can always tweet us at Pace the Nation. And we have, you know, a, a separate segment that we are running. Uh, it's probably going to be a long segment this week as uh, we did not do the show uh, the tweets segment last week. So uh, look for that sometime middle of the week. All right, this week in the news, all the news running related that is meaningful to the hosts. And it's been a lot of Boston Marathon talk on this show for the last couple episodes, so... We know. I will... Uh, we get lead, it. You lead, did the Boston Marathon. I'll lead off with this story. Dozens suspected of cheating to enter the Boston Marathon. That was last year that they were suspected. And not only were they suspected, but a number of them were, were called out. Uh, a Somebody who uh, is a, a mathematician decided he wanted to figure out exactly how many people were cheating their way into the Boston Marathon. Cheating into it. Cheating their way to get into okay. uh, the Boston Marathon. Uh, and he was inspired to do so after the story about Mike Rossi. You remember the story mm-hmm. about Mike Rossi, right? Uh, he drew national attention last May after he said, you know, he was so excited about his Boston Marathon, and he said his kids should be able to get off off school because, you know, it's his first Boston Marathon, and he had... Um, cheated his way into the actual. He was caught later on. I'm not sure how he was caught. Now, just for those those people who don't understand, uh, which might be like less than five percent of our audience, but but just for them, you have to have a qualifying time. So when you're right. saying cheating to get in, you're talking about not having a legitimate qualifying time to qualify for. Correct. The right. And so Derek Murphy, the uh, the mathematician. Uh, slash analyst, uh, he wanted to dis- he wanted to figure out how many people were actually cheating their way in. So he took all twenty seven thousand finishers from last year, mm-hmm. and he decided to find out what the variance of time they had. Uh, if anybody had a variance of twenty minutes, he thought that that w- that was going to be. You know, people who he suspected of okay. possibly cheating. So if their yeah. Boston qualifier was 315 and they ran over 335, he said, all right, I'm going to put them in a category of people mm-hmm. who are suspected. Okay. Uh, you know, and there's a lot of reasons why you might run with a friend or you were injured or it's mm-hmm. hot or there's a lot of, but yeah. uh, he found out of those, out of those 27,000, he found 2,400 runners who finish with at least 20 minutes slower than their qualifying times. Okay. So now we're down to 2,400. We've whittled the list down to 2,400. 2,400. And then out of that, mm-hmm. he whittled it down by some investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, there was a number of things that he investigated, and a lot of it had to do with them running with a friend or uh, injuries or, or things of that, that sort, uh, You know, race results before that would match up to them being 20 minutes slower. He found 1,400 uh, people who would be 
possible cheaters. Mm-hmm. Out of that, those 1,400, he did some serious uh, sleuth detective work uh-huh. and found 47 who were really suspected of wrongdoing. And he broke them down like this. He found 29 who were bib swappers out of those 47. Mm. Mm-hmm. 10 who were course cutters. So bib swappers would be you, Joanna runs with Dox's bib. Mm-hmm. And she gets oh, a, that's why you she took gets my a, name. She, she gets a qualifying time. <laughs> uh, course cutters, obviously, uh, they, they, they cut the course and don't hit a timing mat generally. And, you know, there's a lot of courses that are there's out and backs and you can drop seven miles off of it. And so you can you, you he found that people were running nine minute pace, nine minute pace. And then there was three, four minute miles in there and then, <laughs> and then back to nine minute pace. So 10 of those were course cutters, uh-huh. four falsified, uh, results. Uh, and then the four additional were, uh, again, bib mules. So the bib mules was the, the what I described before the bib swappers, uh, were people who were like photocopying bibs and stuff like that. Uh, there was actually at the marathon, they told you not to take a close-up picture of your bib for social media because they were worried about these bib swappers. Mm-hmm. So very interesting that he found 47 suspected of wrong. And, and now what? Well, he told the BAA, and I think they're looking into it further. And if if they do catch these people, they are going to be suspended. Wait, wait, wait. So these bib swappers, like, troll social media to find what the bib looks like, and yep. then they, like, print it out and put it on well that i guess that's different than bib swappers but yeah those are people who can actually who are cheating their way into the race that's one example of a bib swapper he called so they're they're cheating their way into the race by wearing a a fake number and he was looking at like you know marathon photo pictures mm-hmm. there there are specific times and he found people with duplicate bib numbers because they were people who were wow he really put in he was work. Yeah, mm-hmm. i mean he was putting in you know I don't know, 20 hours a week, he said, for the last year. That's, like, so much effort on the part of these people to get this bib, like, make it look real. Like, why don't they just train and then try to get into the Boston Marathon that way? They probably don't want to pay for it. Or they don't want to pay for it, too, yeah. Tough luck. The the story's (laughs) in Runner's World. If you want, I mean, I I probably botched a few details in there, but, you know, if you want to read, it's it's in Runner's World. It's interesting. It is very interesting. Also, today, I teased early on that a runner that, that... we know is getting jacked um what do you think of this 165 pound ryan hall it doesn't even look like the same person i mean it looks like matthew stafford he he, he kind of does look like quarterback matthew stafford uh you know he used i think he put on probably 30 pounds of of muscle weight but he's taking one of those selfie pictures in a mirror mm-hmm. i don't know so that's a bit much for me, just personally. That's me. <laughs> that's just me. But I, on on which which uh, episode of your uh, social, social media, media class <laughs> uh, do, do you not discourage do that? that? I mean, a shirtless picture in the in the mirror is just a little much for me. Yeah. I mean, do girls really care about that? Well, I I that's do think yes. it's I think it's <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I yes. I'm going to make her speak for all women right now. Yeah. No, please don't. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that 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 is interesting. How different Ryan Hall looks. He does. Put the selfie in the in the mirror. Come on, a little much for me. For me personally, again, this is. Are me. you jealous that you don't look no, like that? I definitely don't look like that. Yeah, am I jealous? Maybe a little jealous. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but he is jacked at 165 pounds. Put on 30 pounds of 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 muscle, 
and he's got a selfie floating him, of himself out there. A selfie of himself, is that right? It's a triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, additionally, in the news today, I mentioned this before. T-shirts are now available. Uh, we've got two designs. One that's the Pace the Nation logo. The other that is uh, the no asterisks needed. Where are these design. available? Uh, they will be available on our website. Okay. But we will be having a contest tonight uh, at the anniversary birthday party, and we'll be handing out some IOUs for these <laughs> for these free shirts. It's or, or they will be free wanna, to them. Might want to hold on to that one. That one's a T-shirt. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have I have a question about the uh, shirts. Yes. Are they are the colors are they are they coming different colors or what? You know, we had just done the navy initially. Mm-hmm. The navy run was going to be the first run, but mm-hmm. we can uh, we yeah, we can do different colors for sure. Um, also, are there different cuts for men and women? Yeah, there'll be men and women specific cuts. Okay. It's not going to be a technical shirt. We're mm-hmm. looking at a you know fifty fifty like a, a hang. At, ha- Docs has got a shirt on right now that's a American Apparel mm-hmm. shirt. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be something like that. If anybody's familiar with the American Apparel brand, they're uh, like. Shirts you can run in, but they're not necessarily like Uh super technical material. All right. Finally, in the news, uh, Sunday is the GW Parkway Classic 10-Miler. Yesterday. Yesterday was the (laughs) GW Parkway Classic 10-Miler, the biggest Pacers running race of the year. Thank you for all the listeners who ran the race. I just wanted to mention that because that is newsworthy to me, my favorite race of the year. And that's what the segment is, is if it's newsworthy to the host. And it's running related. And it's running. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's that's very important. So, as well. is the Ryan Hall story we did was that really running related? Since he's ha- <laughs> hung a, him up, it's more. Yeah, I guess it's more weightlifting related. <laughs> You're right, and and uh, selfie. All right, related. yeah, social media. Social media. Related. Well, that qualifies for yeah, the show. That's that's true. That's important social to media me. News. Is making sure that your social media game is on point. Uh, I, I wanted to I wanted to mention something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, you know we had Bob Thurston on a couple weeks back and and that was a suggestion from our good friend charlie ban over at run washington mm-hmm. so i just wanted to give him credit for that uh i, I feel like maybe i uh, presented it as this was my great idea to have uh bob thurston on hey charlie uh how's it feel <laughs> farley stealing your ideas for the show <laughs> So, just want to give Charlie credit for that. Give it's, me a call. We can talk about this at length. Great idea. It's a great idea. I think uh, Bob gave us some really good information. Uh, Joanna, so um, uh, as we go to the random segment of the show here, your mm. parents are in town, right? Did your brother make it as well? Yeah. I oh, haven't nice. seen any of them yet, but okay. they're all going to be here. Nice. For the party tonight. They are. Uh, they They came in specifically for the party. Oh, definitely. Wow, that's incredible. Well, that's 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 the kind of commitment we want to see here from our listeners. So uh, I think that's a good good example, good standard by the Russo family. Yeah, thank you. Joan, are you running tonight? I'm not. You, <laughs> you know what? I think we said we all were going to run. I think all three of us are bagging. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay. Sorry. We're well, the worst. I'll be, I'll, hopefully I'll be there. Yeah. I'll, the my worst. dad's going to run. Okay. So a Russo is in the race. Yes. Her dad's going to run in her bib. <laughs> She's going to bib mule. <laughs> Great. No, I think we can, you can probably get a bib for him. No, that's not for, a good idea. For, for, uh, I'm getting a, a call right now from, from Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. She said, uh, do not encourage 
bit mules. <laughs> yes. Uh, she will catch you and she yes. will uh, ban make you. sure your life is miserable. Yeah, that, that's actually ban you and making sure your life is miserable. Mm-hmm. Just a joke, folks. All right, finally, guys, we, of course, do our, I mentioned earlier in the program, we do our uh, Twitter segment separately as a separate entry that Docs edits and puts out during the middle of the week. Michael Miller with another strong tweet. Uh, And that was from a, it was aliens came down and decorated a cornfield. Decorated? With with a Paste the Nation logo. A party? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how, how how what would you describe well, what the they crop did? circles. They did crop circles uh-huh. on, of a Pastination logo that said happy anniversary, lot happy of, birthday. A lot of um different theories as to what causes the crop circles from aliens. Uh you know, sometimes maybe they they imprint a message or maybe it's just uh, all pushed down because that's the shape of the landing gear on right. the, on a spacecraft. Yeah, which would be amazing if our if, logo was exactly the uh, that. Um, or uh, or they come down and, and as you say, decorate. Decorate. Yeah. <laughs> decorate. Yeah, maybe decorate isn't the right word. Uh-huh. Uh, spray paint. I don't know. Yeah, it's spray paint. But but it was a really cool tweet, and of course you can tweet us at Pace the Nation. Joanna will read your tweets if they're as good as that. <laughs> or or almost that. Or good. almost as good. All right, thanks to our listeners for your great contributions to today's uh, show. Thanks for coming out. It was a great uh, birthday anniversary party. Really appreciate everybody coming out. Really appreciate everybody's support. Fifty-one programs. Fifty-two. It's fifty-two weeks in a year, right? Right? Yeah, so... Most years. 52 uh, next week, so... Big moment for us. Thanks again for your support and getting us through a year. For Joanna E. Russo and William E. Docs, I'm Chris Farley. We will see you next week on Pace the Nation.